We all know that daily Bible reading is more than just a good idea. It's vital to our spiritual well-being. So why do we struggle with it? Is it just about buckling down and practicing this spiritual discipline? Or is the reason that we have such a hard time because we really don't get anything out of it? I believe daily Bible reading can be the most exciting time of your day, and I'll prove it to you in less than 10 minutes. Welcome, Bible nerds. I'm David Jesse. I believe understanding the Bible in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context helps us see Jesus more clearly, love him more dearly, and follow him more nearly day by day. Thank you so much for listening. It's Friday, and that means it's time to answer the question, so what? Welcome to Bible Nerds Daily. Thanks for subscribing to the show and listening every day. Uh, Today is the final episode of our series about pardes, the Hebraic process of deeper Bible study. I always like ending these series with a very practical episode. So let's take the idea of pardes and actually put it into action with a story that you've probably heard in Sunday school when you were like five years old or something. Just so that we're all on the same page, here's a recap of what we've already covered. The Hebrew word pardes means orchard. It's an acronym for a process of studying the Bible that uses ideas that we've seen all throughout the New Testament. The Jewish sages taught that good Bible study involves lots of cultivation, using the right tools and the techniques. I've been using this method for over a decade now, and I'm convinced it's the best way to really fall in love with reading the Bible. So let's apply it to the story of Zacchaeus and see what happens. first level of pardes is peshat. It means simple. The text means what the text means. If you're going to understand it, you have to read it. So let's read Luke 19, 1 through 10. Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through it. Now a man named Zacchaeus was there. He was a chief tax collector and was rich. He was trying to get a look at Jesus, but being a short man, he couldn't see over the crowd. So he ran on ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him because Jesus was going to pass that way. When Jesus came to that place, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, come down quickly because I must stay at your house today. So he came down quickly and welcomed Jesus joyfully. And when the people saw it, they all complained. He has gone in to be the guest of a man who is a sinner. But Zacchaeus stopped and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, half of my possessions I now give to the poor. And if I have cheated anyone anything, I am paying back four times as much. Then Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this household because he too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. The story is really familiar, so I won't rehash it here. But I want to point out something really important. If you want to go deeper into your Bible reading, you have to actually read it and then decide to go deeper. Bible reading is boring because we read a chapter or a passage and then we just move on. We have to do more. But we just can't start making things up either. Uh, The other three levels of pardes depend on this critical rule. No interpretation can go against the clear, simple meaning of the passage.
Remember that the Hebrew word remez means hint. What we're looking for in these verses is a hint or a clue to a larger section of scripture to help us understand the passage a little better. A couple of things jump out to me when I read these verses. First, Zacchaeus promises to make restitution up to four times whatever he's taken from another. Now, the Torah teaches Israel that this type of restitution is important. It says in Exodus 22:1, if a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the one sheep. Now, the other time that at this point this comes out to me is when Nathan the prophet confronted King David about his sin with Bathsheba. He told a parable about a rich man stealing another poor man's only sheep. King David was enraged and declared that this thief would be forced to pay this back four times over, exactly as the Torah prescribed. Of course, we know that the tables were turned on King David when Nathan revealed that David was the actual guilty party. But think about a couple of the things from these verses. Both have to do with four times restitution and both have to do with sheep. Now, Jesus responds to his critics in this story by saying he came to seek and to save the lost. The phrase seek and save the lost is where Jesus is quoting from Ezekiel 34. The prophecy is a stunning condemnation of the hypocrisy of the religious leaders. The priests of ancient Israel became selfish and they used their position for their own gain. Meanwhile, the people weren't being taught the Torah and how to honor Yahweh. So Yahweh promised a solution in verse 16. He says, I will seek the lost, bring back the scattered, bind up the broken and strengthen the sick but the fat and the strong I will eliminate. I will feed them with judgment. So here we go again with sheep. The Zacchaeus story ties all of these together. Zacchaeus repented and promised to make full restitution and more just as the Torah teaches should happen when a sheep is stolen. When the religious leaders criticize Jesus for entering Zacchaeus' home, Jesus reminds them that Yahweh is the shepherd who seeks out the lost sheep, but condemns religious hypocrisy. But how do we apply this story to our lives? A great way to answer this question is to put yourself into the story. Are you Zacchaeus? Have you wronged someone? Well, go make it right. Or do you feel like you're on the outside of God's people looking in? Jesus welcomes you with open arms. It's a little harder if you're someone deciding who is welcome into God's family or not, if that's you. Uh, Remember that God judges this harshly and repent from it. There's a mystery or secret hidden in this story as well. When he quotes Ezekiel 34, Jesus says that he is the one who is seeking the lost sheep of Israel. This is really important because in Ezekiel, Yahweh is the good shepherd. Now Jesus is claiming to be this shepherd. Jesus is claiming to be God. Pardes means orchard, Uh, but the word has come to mean something different in English. It's actually paradise. If you take the time to use these levels to interpret and read the Bible, your time in scripture will be just that, a paradise. We spend a lot of time 
uh, talking about studying the Bible. I hope that, that this has encouraged you and challenged and helped you. Next week, we're going to look at prayer in a very Jewish way. I think you'll see how you can pray without ceasing, as Paul instructed. And this approach has changed my life. Please subscribe to The Bible Nerds Show wherever fine podcasts are found. We have The Bible Nerds Daily. It's a 10-minute show that comes out Monday through Friday. And Bible Nerds Weekly, 15 to 30 minutes, uh, where we go through the most Jewish of the Gospels, Matthew, in its historic, geographic, religious, and cultural context. That one comes out on Sunday mornings, so make sure you subscribe. We don't want you to miss an episode. For all of my readers out there, make sure you're you're picking up Reading the Bible with Rabbi Jesus by Lois Ferberg. It will help you understand the context of the Bible so much better and make it come more alive. You'll want to read your Bible if you check out this book. If this podcast has encouraged you, please pay it forward. I want you to check out a ministry that means the world to me. It's called One Child. It brings hope to children living in extreme poverty by helping them with food and medicine and education and the gospel, of course. You can make a one-time donation to this. You can make a recurring donation or you can support this ministry uh, by sponsoring a child. Uh, There's a link in the show notes. You can check it out out on thebiblenerds.com for more info. Make sure you're uh, keeping up to date with everything going on with the show on thebiblenerds.com. And then follow us on Twitter and like our Facebook page. Stay up to date that way as well. The joke is that there's a Jewish blessing for everything. It's true. And it's good. I'll explain next week. For now, just go read your Bible.